Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. What I wonder is, does his opinions, his conclusions... His beliefs as to what it takes to improve the team mesh with whatever ownership may be thinking. Because I suspect we're moving toward a point where there could be a disagreement between what the guy who has created this mess thinks is the best way to clean it up and the people who have just watched the mess be created. They may have different ideas on where the mop needs to go and what needs to be cleaned up and how it needs to be cleaned up. And that's where, even though he said he's coming back, until we know that Belichick and ownership are on the same page about what needs to be done, I'm not 100% sure this is all going to work out as smoothly as we assume. Late night. W-E-E-I, it's KJ Carson. Thank you so much for being here on Wednesday, 617-779-7937, text line 37937, still to come. The Brown and Tatum go off tonight was incredible at the Garden. That's still to come, plus the Red Sox introduced Raphael Devers all over again with Hein Bloom with a WWE-style message for the fans. Be a fun night. That was Mike Florio and Chris Sims on Pro Football Talk discussing the conundrum that's Belichick and ownership potentially involving the structure of the Patriots, especially after the disaster we saw this year. And as much as I've gotten on Belichick and I've gotten on on, on Mac Jones this year, I, I, I try to understand where they may come from. And so a lot of the talk about Belichick has been, well, you know, I think he's just sticking around to chase Shula to get that record and everything. He said he didn't want to stay in his 70s like Marv Levy. But even Marv Levy's story was a bit different because Marv Levy wasn't really successful in his early days of coaching. So at 70, he was still coaching. It's a little different. But they say that the great ones have a piece of the great ones that they followed. Follow? So, for example, Michael Jordan had a lot of David Thompson in him with the confidence in his shot like Sam Jones, right? So you take those, you kind of like go into the lab and it's like, oh, and you come out with a Michael Jordan. Or with Bird, you could see that he had the hybrid of Bob Cousy with his ability to pass, but had the dog of Dave Cowens in him. Oh, here's Larry Bird. Magic Johnson, now that wasn't seen before, but if you break it down, you see Bob McAdoo's gazelle moves 
with his ability to sprinkle and dime the ball like Earl the Pearl Monroe. Brady, Joe Montana, Big Poppy was a terror like Dave Parker when in his younger days, but the flair of Reggie Jackson. Bill Belichick is Paul Brown. See, Paul Brown, his entire time, he was the head coach of the Browns. He was also the general manager. Then became owner and general manager of the Bengals until he died and the family still runs the business to this day. Belichick has been both head coach and de facto GM since day one coming back to the Patriots as the head coach in 2000. And I've come to realize this about Belichick. The only thing that will pry this dual role from Bill's cold hands is either one, he retires and he's not going to be fired, or two, Bill is offered considerable ownership and general manager duties from another team, like the Texans. I'm not saying he's going to the Texans at all. Hear me out. When Tommy Curran dropped that $30 million number and people were like, whoa, like the venture capital in me jumped out. I said, wait a minute, okay. You must be getting access cash to stash cash to make a move for something down the road, and it would be smart. Because at the end of the day, when Art Modell bought the Browns, he fired Paul Brown. First thing he did. You know what the last thing Art Modell did before he left Cleveland to go to Baltimore? He fired Bill Belichick. Sometimes spirits of people who've come before you live through you if you can spot it. Case in point, this is why I don't think Belichick really cares about Shula's record. One, you see the product he's putting out there. But two, do you know where Paul Brown ranked when he stopped coaching in 75 as all-time wins? Number two. I believe that Belichick's big play is either I say what I'm going to do, pick who I'm going to do, have full autonomy. You're not going to tell me who my OC is. You're not going to make me get rid of Matt Patricia if I got eight wins out of the guy in this so-called bad offense. All these talking heads won't get him off the block. Unless someone's willing to give him a nice piece of ownership, maybe like 7 8%, and be the GM, and then he'll stop coaching. That's what Paul Brown did. I mean, Paul Brown wanted out for Art Modell so bad that he went and got a team in Cincinnati through the AFL. Literally with about a two-year window left. Just so that way he can compete in Ohio. You don't think Belichick and Paul Brown had conversations in Belichick's early years? Almost think like Karate Kid won. Well, Paul Brown would be Miyagi, obviously. And so the thinking of Belichick really being, I don't know, phased by any of this is almost laughable. Here's Tommy Curran on talking about Bill changing the staff and how it needs to happen ASAP. Getting a new guy to coach the offense. Will Bill Belichick be urgent? He was back in 2011, folks. You remember? Bill O'Brien was heading to Penn State. Bam! Bill Belichick moved before the playoffs had even ended to get Josh McDaniels back on his staff. 
Belichick in free agency after disappointing seasons in 02, 06, 15, and 20. Comes back out guns blazing in free agency the next year. Is he getting busy yet after this somewhat disappointing uh, 2022? Well, as of this afternoon, there had been no contact between the Patriots and Bill O'Brien, who is the most plausible offensive coordinator candidate we can find. With the season still going, was that impossible for them to execute? It really shouldn't be. Alabama's season was already over. So why would they not do that? Was it because Bill didn't want to do the advance work and make Matt Patricia and Joe Judge feel bad that he was trying to replace them? Was it because he's not sure that he wants to go ahead with this and move on? Doesn't want to make those guys fall, guys? Or worse yet, does he have no plan at all to move on? Does he think it's too hard, that there's nobody out there, that we were just getting close at the end of the year? I don't think that's going to fly when he sits down with Robert Kraft. Joe Braverman, my producer, how you doing tonight, man? I am doing good, KJ. I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have I have the store version of Pedialyte. Like you know, it's the the Equate version. You know, it works just as well. Like it's amazing when you're stuffed up and you need all these fluids in you, and then when you're finally not as stuffed up anymore, like you're dehydrated like crazy. So I'm like, I'm sitting here drinking Pedialyte. This is this is my flu game. This is Game Six. 98 NBA Finals for me. I'm totally is it flu game or just had bad pizza, as we found out a few years ago yeah, right, in the right. last yeah, dance? Yeah, don't, I, yeah, don't, don't, offer, don't order the pizza in Salt Lake City when on the road. But look, there's a part of me that believes, going back to what Tom was saying, now here's what I was saying, why I called your name. I said that in December, that you don't think that Bill O'Brien can't get up. They're not playing any games Alabama's getting ready to play Kansas State. You don't need Bill O'Brien to, you know, hey, we really need this game. We need no, nah, you could do that with the assistant. Yeah, I think you were saying it before the Cincinnati game that you yeah. were saying like there's a possibility you could see him like in the stands or something like that. Well, yeah, like in the, yeah, eye in the sky. I think it was you could get Bill O'Brien here with four games remaining. And so four games remaining would have been around the Vegas game. So you mean to tell me that Bill O'Brien could have come in and corrected one of those four games? We're talking about a Patriots team that's getting ready for a playoff game on Sunday or Saturday, however it would fall. A more competitive one. I'll get into the NFL playoffs here a little bit. But yet, you almost have to wonder, is Bill calling the spirit of Paul Brown with everything going on now? Because, hey, in 2011, Belichick didn't have the amount of power that he has now. I've, I've always said that when... When there was an opportunity to bring Tom Brady back, there was also an opportunity to remove a second king from the single kingdom. Right? There are no you can't have two kings in one castle. And that was Bel and that was Belichick's opportunity to say, we're gonna move forward from the player. Is it what's best for the team? What's turned out? The answer is no. But is it a viable option? Yeah, he didn't trade him. So now Bill has the ultimate power. Because if this was Brady making the complaints about the offensive coordinator situation, then yeah, I think the Crafts would have stepped in five days ago. Five weeks ago. Matt Patricia is still the, the de facto offensive coordinator as of today. As others start getting released from jobs and gigs around the country and other teams in the NFL, Patricia's still there. And this is this is to my point. Now somebody's like, well, he still could wait a while. Well, everybody knows the problem was right now. But that's the thing. If Bill has something up his sleeve in the bigger picture, 
it would be a substantial investment in becoming an owner and general manager of an NFL team. Paul Brown probably shared that stuff with him. My goodness, you've probably heard, I don't, I don't know if you remember when um, Peyton Manning mentioned that uh, um, Belichick picked Peter Bulware for the All-Pro team, out of, uh, allegedly out of spite towards Art Modell because Art Modell would have to pay him a million dollars for making for making the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Hurt him in the pocket. So tapping in my little venture capital experience that I've gone in, Belichick doesn't come in and buy 50% of the team. Because it, that, that's not really how it works, right? Because it's you're really part of a corporation. So if he comes in with 2% cash on the value of the team, they could do a three-for-one, four-for-one. So they could say, hey, you come in with 2% real cash, we can give you 8% of the team. So let's say it's the Lions, all right? Belichick with $60 million in cash. Uh, yeah, if you're making 30 more or more, as it's alleged, you've got cash sitting around. And if this has been going on for a while, you know what he say with like savings? It's like, hey, if he's been putting away $10 million away for the last five years, he's sitting on $50 million cash with interest. The Cardinals at $66 million, The Jags, $70 million. The Texans, $94 million. So if there's a story... Percolator says, hey, he makes way more than 20. That means there's petty cash around to do some pretty big things. That's why you may not be shaken or moved when people say, well, Bill's got to go, the performance of this team. Oh, man, he's got them by them. I can't even say what they're by, because even if I said it in Spanish, technically by law, (laughs) I would still be saying the word. I don't think the Crafts would offer up ownership stake to Bill. It's almost very rare that the player on the team could suddenly buy into the team where the team just looks at you and says, you've always been an employer. Employee, I'm sorry. I mean, think about it. If he wanted to come up with his 2% cash for the for for, for, uh, for, for the Crafts, yeah, Bill, that, that'd be $112 million on 2%. And no, we're not going to be doing a 4-to-1 match. We'll just say thank you. <laughs> you want to do some PR events? Belichick, I don't believe, cares about being number one ahead of Shula. Think about it. When he gets fired from Cleveland by Art Modell, they move the team to Baltimore, 20 minutes from his hometown, and he's not part of that move. Just to go with the script writer in me, that there's that conversation between an an aging Paul Brown and a young Bill Belichick who's just starting to get his feet wet as a head coach. He tells him, watch your back with Art Modell. Paul Brown died in 91, and I think that's the year before that uh, Belichick takes the job with Cleveland. It's just very interesting now how all of this is playing out, how there is so much noise, but yet the noise is not going to phase Belichick at all. In fact, here's Belichick at the end press conference talking about choosing who he has on his offensive staff. Bill, how has your viewpoint changed, um, if at all, on the importance of having coaches with more extensive past background, specifically on offense, um, in leading roles? 
Yeah, really, it's pretty much the same question that, you know, I think Greg just asked. And, um, and always do what's best for the football team. And at different decision points, um, we'll always do what's best for the football team. So um, that's, that's what we've done. That's what we'll continue to do. And that's it. No, I consider it or I'll think about it. None of that. Hey, this is what I've done. This is what I continue to do. What are you going to say or do about it? 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ Late Night, WEEI. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, I think uh, the players, like I said, just we have a great group and um, we all fought hard for each other. And um, you know, it's just it's conversations that will be had, and it's not important right now. I think everybody put everything they had on the line. That's important. Um, played for, like I said, the Patriot on the front of our jersey and the names on our back. And that's all you can ask. And um, at the end of the day, you just can control your effort, um, and, and that's all you can control. So. Um, Tough, tough year, tough ending, but proud of the guys and really blessed to have gone through you know a year like this and honestly just looking forward to improving as a football player. So late night, WEI, it's KJ. Thank you so much for being here. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. You know, you just heard Mac Jones there. I can really see how likable Mike Jones is amongst his teammates, players, staff, 
it almost feels like that Mac Jones represents players looking out for players and the kind of the old style of how management works not working as much as it used to. You know, because Mac is not a showy guy. You're not hearing stories of him hanging out. You know, he's not living the play. He's not doing the Zach Wilson, right? But at the same time, you almost feel like he has a little bit of the old Trevor Lawrence in him. If you know the story with Trevor Lawrence, he did an interview with Sports Illustrated uh, right before he was drafted and was kind of like, you know, hey, look, if football ended tomorrow, I would be okay. People were like, whoa. And I was like, hey, look, understand, football for some people is just something that they get to do. Other people who play football, they have to do it. They get, they have they have to do it. So much is on the on the line, finances, social economic status. Some people freedom. Some people have to play football. Others can just say, you know what? If if it doesn't work out, I think I'll be okay in life. And I wonder if Mac Jones is now kind of sliding into that category, where he went to the right franchise, the right fan base. They gave him a lot of support. He showed himself to be very worthy last year as the as the year went on in terms of the team perspective, right? Mac Jones did not put this team on his back to win any games. It just hasn't happened. It's not a knock. It's just the truth. The running game, the defense, and quarterback play with minimal mistakes. That's what the setup has been. This year, knowing that there would be changes on the defense, um, you would hope there would be an improvement on the offense because now it would be the second year you were here, of course, you know, big snafu is who was running the offense. But Mac has regressed. Once you look at his averages for the two years, he's regressed. Um, the completions are down. The completion percentage is about the same, and the yards are about the same. The good thing, the interceptions are about the same. Um, the touchdown percentage is, is, has gone down. That That's dropped down uh, almost a full 25%. Interceptions. Those have stayed pretty calm, even though they look to be very blaring at times. Um, and the yards per game, um, eh, slightly down from from last year. So it's a confidence thing. And I think if you want to sit, get more confidence out of someone like Mac Jones, you know, come through the prep school, it's going through the Alabama, you're in that machine and everything like this, and let's just call it what it is. You've had access over time. There's nothing wrong with that. Just access. But now, this is the big leagues. And the access that you've had in the past doesn't necessarily buy time for you or patience for you, depending on management. As I've said, the game has changed. This weekend, you'll see a bunch of quarterbacks who can take the ball and run for a first down for 15 yards if they need to. Third and 14, they might do it with both. Where with this team, third and 14, you know it's a pass play. You know it is. And someone still has to get open. So part of that is philosophy at the top, right? Because if Belichick, and we've always known it, he's pretty much said like defense is like what he lays his hat on. And Brady was just kind of like an automatic vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Like, it didn't miss spots. It did what it needed to do. That's why people were saying, well, Josh McDaniels was like, okay, so, you know, when Josh McDaniels became the offensive coordinator, Brady had already won two. So going back to 
the Charlie Weiss days and so forth like that. So, you know, those guys were the ones who had Bill's trust at a equal level. And I think this is why there's this kind of a hang-up on this offensive coordinator thing. Like who, what is some young guru going to say? And the way the game is changing, if you've got young guys who are ready to bark back at coaches, you think you want to hire a coach that might bark back at you? I, I just I just don't know. You got to understand, Belichick is not 52 years old. Here's Ty Law on Ty Law Tuesday here on WEEI yesterday talking about, look, this isn't really about Mac. You got to understand that, you know, as a fiery guy, they know what he got. I kind of like it now. Like I said, you're never supposed to be insubordinate to a coach. I understand Coach Belichick is here, but if you have something to say, you got to be mad enough to say it. But you got to think about the instability of Mac Jones coming from Josh McDaniels having a, a, a pretty damn good rookie year to a situation where there's no offensive coordinator. So, you know, he might have, he had to take a step back a little bit. He didn't get that jump. So let's not put it all on Mac Jones. And, you know, he might be frustrated in the sense where it's like, hell, I got two offensive coordinators who I listen to. Neither one of these guys is Josh McDaniels. Like, I'm trying to get better. He's the quarterback, but I don't, I don't think that's, you know, I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is somebody in there willing to step up and be a vocal leader. And if, and if you are a vocal leader, you can't be just one of those guys on the end of the bench that get in just on kickoff that everyone's going to listen to. It has to be somebody that they respect that you come to work and put it in every day. And I think that's what they're missing. Yeah, that's where the chasm is, right? Because you saw the tweet from Jason McCourty about his brother, like, hey, let's get this guy verified because Devin McCourty's like, okay, I guess I can start doing this Twitter thing. It sounds like Devin McCourty's, I think he's not coming back. I don't believe Matthew Slater's coming back. And so now, and, and this is what I think is fascinating. Would there now be an offensive leader in that locker room knowing that your head coach is a super defensive guy and your offensive coordinators are defensive guys too? It's like what I joked about a couple of nights ago, Joe, about like, hey, we run the trash uh, we run the cab service. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> called it the crew. <laughs> the crew, we run the record stores, you know, the delicatessens you want to meet, you see us. So how does a leader step out and bark <laughs> when the crew's got the whole block locked down? And that's, and that's the chasm that Mac Jones has never seen, right? Because... If you had a prep school in Florida, you're the quarterback, you're the leader, you're the vocal one because you're probably the one guy that's going to go Division One. Then you get to Alabama and you're like, hey, I'm in a room with a bunch of guys who did this stuff at their high schools, and maybe if I just wait my turn because Mac Jones didn't beat anyone out for the job. Nick Saban didn't say, hey, the same way I put Tua in over Hurts, I'm going to put in uh, Mac Jones over Tua. So by chance and by waiting his opportunity – he was able to make the best of it. Okay, but once you get to the pros, it doesn't matter. I mean, for my goodness, they got a blue glass, bluegrass Kentuckian sitting on the benches like, well, just golly gee, just put me in. I'll do something, coach. And Bailey's happy. And sometimes that plays better in a construct where boss is boss. My management is an extension of the boss. And anything against the management is something against me. Which is why he looked so well in those two games that he started. Because he 
you know, he he pays up on time. He was the, he was the yes sir, and he didn't talk. <laughs> he, that, that's, I'm just trying to say. You're you just know, like when, you got it, boss. You know, this thing of ours is ours, not yours. It's ours, and so that's why I think with Mac Jones, it's yeah, you want to be the leader of this team. You clearly see that. When you look around the room outside of really Matthew Judon, and that's an imported guy, right? This is not a guy who came up through. So you're thinking that this is supposed to be where you're the leader of the team, and but last year you didn't need him to be vocal. You just needed him to be good and competent and focused, right? Because they did kind of give him something in the realm of what he got, say, in prep school or when Tua goes down with the injury, stepping into a situation. He had Cam Newton in front of him, and – Whatever the discussion between Cam Newton upper management, it changed things very fast. Like when I tell you, like, don't get in your feelings about what I'm saying about Cam Newton. What I'm trying to tell you from like an operational standpoint is when you already print people's faces on marketing materials, that's been spent and paid for. There's no returns on those. And when you've already done that and then you're removing them, that says that okay, this is a decision that just came down, not something that they saw coming down. I don't know, Joe, if you remember when you when they were live from Foxborough, Fox 25, and they're removing all these different Cam Newton, um, like the things that are on the, you know, you know, when you walk into the stadium, they've got all the players on the on the different thing, well, the, the, the main players. Yeah, yeah, they have them like all <laughs> yeah. front row and center. Right. They were, they were yanking the Cam Newton ones, right? So that tells you right there that even the marketing department didn't see that coming. Yeah, and then you go to like a discount store or whatever, and you still see them up for like $15. Well, there you go. I did get the classic red Cam Newton jersey for forty bucks. I'd get so, the classic red of anybody though. That's a yeah, good it's, jersey. It's sewn for forty bucks. God, what retails for like one sixty five was forty bucks. It's like, hey, uh, it's really more about the jersey more so than it is about the player. And plus, number one can be like <laughs> so moved on. Just get some duct tape and put like Parker on it, and no, it's up to date. No, 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 no. You don't bastardize a jersey like that. I don't even put my own last name on jerseys unless the player's last name is mine. Like. I have a Harry Carson jersey. But look, I think Mac is now realizing, and this was something that I was saying even into last season, that possibly in management's mind, he just hasn't earned it yet. Like, we're you're you're the guy, but you're not I'll put it this way. You're one of our guys, but you're not the guy just yet. And I think that kind of goes kind of culture of what Mac has seen up until now. Now, adversity can breed, can, can you know, can sharpen one, and you would hope that would be the case. But now when the T word starts getting tossed around, you're like, what's going on? Here's Sims and Florio on Pro Football Talk about the potential of Mac Jones getting traded. For him to not make it clear that Mac is their guy tells me they're thinking about what to do next. And, there's been tension there all year. There have been issues behind the scenes all year. Mac has been pissed about the change from Josh McDaniels to a couple of guys who weren't offensive coaches, Definitely. much less offensive geniuses. Definitely. And then you throw in the Bailey Zappi thing, right. and he was pissed. And then at the end of the year, what did we see? Temper tantrums every week. And I don't care what Bill Belichick says or doesn't say about the dirty play against Eli Apple. That was a dirty-ass play by Mac Jones. And somebody in that organization may have seen that and been turned off to Mac Jones as a member of that team going forward. They're not going to come out and say it. They'll just move on at the right time. They'll trade him to Josh McDaniels at the appropriate moment. There's no reason to trash the guy on his way out the door 
but it sure seems like he's going to be on his way out the door. Uh, it, it does seem like it's a possibility, shockingly enough. And, I mean, I'm, I'm with you in that I do think that was a dirty play. I don't think that's the part and the fact that's going to, you know, change the outlook of him overall. I do think what you said originally, But it though, can be – okay, okay, uh, Yeah, I, I do wonder if Chris Sims ever sees somebody about, like, how it just didn't work out after you went to that big school in Texas. Daddy probably told you, look, I got it done just going to Moorhead State. You need to go to Texas for it. Well, Dad, they're on TV, and they'll love me, and it'll help me go pro. <laughs> we know New England. I mean, come on. Yeah. He's probably trying to figure out why I didn't get into that system. Because, bro, you had a blind side to your blind side. You were, you were a slower Tua. But look, there is a little bit of element of truth of what Chris Sims is saying. You're not going to call and make decisions and tell management what you think is best, despite how bad it may look. I know a lot of stuff here. Okay, enough of the Chris Sims. Look, it's... (laughs) Again, this goes back to when Bailey Zappi played. Again, think about it. If Brian Hoyer does not go out with the concussion in that Green Bay game, Brian Hoyer would have been the consistent quarterback, and then there might be a real thought about changing the system because you saw no success at all whatsoever with said system. I think that's the biggest what if of the season. Like, what if Hoyer stays in for Green Bay and we don't see a lick? And of you Bailey never, Zappi. and you never see Bailey Zappi. But like he's he's did. dedicated on the practice squad and he doesn't move from there at all. Well, but here's the thing: Bailey Zappi came in and showed how something perceptively bad and and, and 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 trust us i'm with everybody that it all looked bad somehow looks good with someone with a lesser pedigree this is the stuff that feeds belichick this is what feeds him like i've got a guy here who just was a third stringer he picked up the system right away went in there and won two won a game and a half that i was one of those who thought that bail uh, that that uh, that mac jones should have come back for the first Jets game and not for the Bears game, but I think because of all the hype and let's call it what it is, I made a song called Bailey Zappi's That Dude. People are chanting Bailey Zappi. I'm thinking like, wow, they were able to rip the word Stidham off of all those jerseys really quick and slap on Zappi. People are wearing Bailey Zappi jerseys to the stadium. I think there was this feeling of like, gosh, when did I suddenly turn heel on the fan base when all I did was hurt my heel? But I was saying all along that Mac Jones hadn't earned it yet. Bailey Zappi's that dude. Oh, thank you. Thank you for only playing that much. <laughs> Someone's going to cringe when they hear it. And that's what's buying Patricia more days. You hear more names. Matt LaFleur gone. They just didn't they let him go as didn't they just say he let him go as an offensive coordinator? Yeah, the OC for the Jets. Yeah, he's gone. I think I, I think I missed time. It's Mike LaFleur. Matt's Mike LaFleur. Brother. Okay, yeah, Matt's brother. He's gone. He's gone. The talk of the worst play callers in all of football, they're still hired. That's the power of Belichick. That's why I was telling you in this first break, look. There's nothing that's going to remove Belichick from his decision-making in his cold, dead hands. Unless he retires, he won't be fired. In fact, Belichick will more likely to have a, re- 
will have a retirement farewell tour. They'll give him Harley Davidsons at every stadium on the road. Than him being fired or even told what to do. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Coming up next, would you more rather likely to, plus the Red Sox today, introduce Raphael Devers, the newest and same star of the team, well, now the only star of the team, plus the Celtics, Tatum and Brown go off. We still got another whole hour to go here on Late Night with WEEI. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Late night. W-E-E-I, KJ Carson, at KJ Carson at Twitter, at W-E-E-I at Twitter. 617-779-7937, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. I feel like we need official Smokers Lounge jackets here on the show, Joe, for, for me and the producers, yourself and Andrew and Stiz, because you guys are kind of like the foils of the show. So I, I appreciate you guys very much and what you do here at this time. I'm on mind a uh, jacket. Those things look cool. I've never yeah. I never owned one. So it'd be yeah. kind of nice to have one. Can I tell you a true story about like radio station jackets? How I knew a radio station was going to be over that I worked for. Um they had given me a jacket and he purposely ordered one two sizes too small. And I was like, "You know what? I okay, that that officially tells me that you guys are getting rid of this station." So I made them order another jacket the right size. So I was able to give like my stepmother <laughs> the, the jacket two sizes too small. And they sent the right jacket, and I was absolutely right. I think the jacket's in storage now, but that's that's one of the funny moments. Like, as soon as they start buying merch for you, look out because they're getting ready to can your ass. Um, look, I'm just talking about it. We'll get to your text line here in, in a second, 37937, and we're a minute away from would you rather more likely to either or. The most fascinating three questions you will ever hear in sports talk radio is this Mac Jones being traded talk. And, and, I, and I would wonder, while people say, well, yeah, just trade him, but, like, what comes back? Like, I don't think there's a single team in the NFL that would offer up a first-rounder. Now, Josh McDaniels has done something worse, which was pretty much give up the farm for Tim Tebow, but that was his first time around. And I don't think that 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 the Raiders are going to say, you're giving up what, and you don't even have the locker room yet? Oh, my gosh. Like, that would be worse. So it, while it sounds like it makes sense because Josh McDaniels is his guy, yeah, Josh McDaniels will be out of that door in week four. And and you think it's you 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 think this season as that Matt Patricia's your OC is bad. Wait till you get under that Davis thumb and your protection isn't there anymore. I can tell you a story about what happens when your protection goes out the door. It's a true story, and I'll tell you real quick, Joe. So I'm at this working at this one place. And uh 
I'm driving down the road and they're like, oh my God, have you heard? It's the day that Michael Jackson died. And I said, oh my God, he did? And then I looked, I was just like, wait a minute. My protection just resigned and left the company today. I can tell you all about what's going on with Michael Jackson. Damn, I'm in trouble on Monday. <laughs> like, who's going to protect me? So Josh McDaniels may not be there long enough that if he trades for 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 Mac Jones to be there and things don't get any better, it, it will just be worse. All right, text line 37937, what you got? 603 Texter says that ever since Bill let Tom Brady walk, it has been a continuous plunge. Down, down, right to the basement of the AFC East. And the texter also says this is who Bill was before Tom Brady, and this is him after. Yeah, there was a power control, I'm sure. I mean, really, the genesis of all of that is, you know, Bill wanting Jimmy G to be the guy, potentially try and move Brady while Brady still had very high value, and Robert Kraft allegedly stepping in and saying no because Tom went above Tom went above management. Like, that is the worst thing you can do is go over your immediate manager's head to another manager about something that's, like, non-defamatory, right? If it's something like, you know, stuff that's not supposed to be going on in the office and, you know, and they're doing it, you have to go above them. But in, ter- in terms of, like, you know, small stuff, you know, <laughs> I couldn't just be like, hey, Mike, <laughs> have you talked to Ken? Absolutely not. I'm, ta- I just, I'm, just, I'm just coming to you. Like, you can't do that. All right, still to come, the Red Sox introduced Raphael Devers, and the first thing I was looking at, make sure those – Chin was still kind of tight. You can even big call money. it introduced, though. Like, well, but that's what it feels like. Him. But that's what it feels like because the team felt like he's dead. Like he's at the he's at the Celtics game tonight. Like he just got to the team. Like that because you know signing him. If you did not sign him, and this went on into the season, I mean, it would be like that old Flintstone character, Schlepprock Bad Luck, who just had a cloud over his head everywhere he walked. That's how the fan base would have felt. So that's why he feels like he's brand new. Okay, so it's like a Jay-Z or allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Raph. There you go. Uh, a, I'm not going to rhyme that. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not that creative. Or am I? Hit it! Yeah. All these C-pluses in school. Boy, they're adding up. With you, you, you. Rather uh-huh. more like the two. Either or, I ask of you. You, 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 rather more like the two. Either or, I ask of you. All right, three questions. Would you rather, more likely to happen, and either or? They can be in anything, sports, life. Here we go. All right, KJ, up first. Would you rather have Bob Kraft allow the team president, his son Jonathan, to become mm. the de facto general manager to step in and oversee talent acquisition or have Bob Kraft give Bill Belichick the option to either coach or be the general manager? I think at some point a power play may come into play where Jonathan oversees the purse strings as you start to get to move forward towards what the team is going to look like in several years. I'm not against that because, all right, Bill, if you want to make bad purchases like you did in 2021, they weren't the they, they turned out to be duds because none of them are staying, right? Like none of them are worth keeping that you spent all that money for two years ago. I mean, you can't say that. Like maybe 20% of it, like maybe Hunter Henry, something like that. Matthew yeah, Judon. Maybe Hunter Henry when you see him, right? Remember when he, when, when Bill went and got Hunter Henry and John Smith, 
He got tight ends available number one and two. He got the two most available, the best, two best available tight ends at that time. And you cannot say what you paid for is what you've gotten in return. And plus, making uh, Patricia de facto offensive coordinator, it didn't help their game. I mean, we were getting excited seeing Hunter Henry catching balls 20 yards downfield. Like, oh my God, it, it, it felt like it was like a 50-yard pass, but it was only like a 15-yard pass and a 5-10 yard run because you're not used to seeing that. So when it comes to these purse strings, you can't mess it up again. You've got a young quarterback, and I always say this, yeah, you want to change the quarterback, but who are you going to change them with and will you get better results for sure? So I would rather see the craft step in and at least take back hold of the money situation. Say, well, Bill, you're still the coach and you know we can defer to you on personnel, but we'll let you know what we are looking to spend and how much of a demand we have to spend on that said position. All right, next one. Judon was also part of that class. Uh, more likely to happen for Bill Belichick. Does he fire Matt Patricia from offensive play calling duties, or does he name his son Steve as the defensive coordinator? Ooh, more likely to happen. Belichick firing Matt Patricia from the OC play callings, or naming Steve Belichick the defensive coordinator. It's the second one. Uh, now, with the reports that Gerard Mayo is going to be looking for other gigs, I think not naming anybody the defensive coordinator was to not have this front door nepotism, knowing that Gerard Mayo had been there and you don't know what that necessarily could have done to the locker room. Look, Steve has done a very admirable job here over the last year and a half or so. And I believe Steve Belichick will be named a defensive coordinator. Now, here's the thing. If you hear that, you'd say, it makes total sense. They know defense. This, that, and the third. So Steve Belichick's more likely to be named the defensive coordinator now that once Gerard Mayo is gone than Bill Belichick getting rid of Matt Patricia from offensive play calling. That's sad, isn't it? It's definitely <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, I had to wipe away the tears a little bit right there. Oh, my God. All right. Now, last one here. Which game would you rather rewatch? Either TCU versus Georgia for the national championship yeah. or the Patriots-Raiders game from a few weeks ago and that horrible lateral uh-huh. play to end it. You know, first of all, college football playoff system should be absolutely ashamed. You knew that TCU did not belong. If I was a Georgia fan, could I really... You know what Georgia made it seem like? I don't know. Providence's men's basketball team beating uh, Sacred Hearts women's basketball team in a game. That's what it felt like. Like, Do you really feel proud of like winning 65-7? to Like, does that do anything for the sport? I cannot wait for college football to get to the multi-team playoff because if you want a TCU in there, they got to show that they got to beat people a couple of times. Give the big boys a couple of, give them a bye at the top. The top four teams get buys and let TCU play like a, I don't know, when they lost to Kansas State and you saw Kansas State got wiped out, like TCU versus Alabama in an early round game would have done us a whole lot of favors and not seen TCU further. So I would rather rewatch the Patriots-Raiders game from a few weeks ago. Why? Because it gets fascinating in the second half. You, you're going to go back and look at the Derek Carr touchdown throw and say, you know what? This is why they pay Derek Carr the big bucks. Then the psychology behind, like, okay, the Patriots are moving the ball with 30-something seconds left. They're trying to prove that they can get this done and steal a victory on the road, which I I could kind of understand. Yeah, at least the first like 59 minutes were entertaining. Right. And then when you see Ramondre Stevenson lose the ball, 
you're like, okay, all right. Jacoby Myers picks it up. But then the odd thing is there's nobody with any type of speed or downfield acumen to get the ball to behind you. So when you throw it back to Mac, yeah, it would be fascinating. To see Mac make the attempt to trip Chandler Jones. If he successfully trips Chandler Jones and it's a penalty on the last play of the game, there's no guarantee that the Raiders make that field goal. And instead of, hey, Mac being this dirty player narrative that some people are saying, it might have been one of the smartest three plays that Mac Jones would have made in his career so far, saving the game. So I would actually, as painful as it would be, rewatch the Patriots Raiders game from a few weeks ago just because of these the multiple dynamics that go on all at one time. And that is, would you rather more likely to either or on late night with WEEI's KJ Carson, next hour, Red Sox, Celtics, and what's going on with the NFL playoffs and big news of who is it going to be there this weekend? Hang out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 